Okay, well, we have another podcast here today with Chad Coe, Mastermind Connections. And today we have an author, friend, teacher, connoisseur, businessman, Randy Felsenthal. And uh, what he is, is a popular lecturer, a speaker, business coach, and a leadership coach, a close friend of mine, and somebody that I have a lot of respect for, who also recently finished a book. So, Randy, welcome to uh, the podcast today. Thank you, Chad. It's great to be here. And if you will, just kind of share with us a little bit of your background, maybe for the last 10 years. What were you doing, and how did you get to a place where you now are uh, acting as a professor slash lecturer and a leadership coach? Great. Thanks, Chad. Um, it's, it's been a journey, and it's a journey that has taken me on a path that I wanted to take. And, you know, there's lots of of bumps in the road and there's lots of things that, that can come at you, but I've always believed in a dual career path. And for 35 years, I worked for a company right here in the local area called John Crane. And I had some variety of, of different positions there, but at the same time, I wanted to be able to utilize my education and I was able to teach at Oakton Community College and I was instructing in marketing and management communications. And it was something that I found that at the end of a day, or even at the end of a trip, I did a lot of travel, international travel as project manager, international projects, that I would run, literally run to this, to this job. I'd take a taxi from the airport and, and get to Oakton. And I just found that I really enjoyed it. And after 35 years at uh, John Crane, I ended up um, parting ways. And I was very fortunate to get a contract at the college, and that's what I've been doing. So, Randy, as I met you probably two or three years ago, the company that I first knew you as was Best You Today. Mm -hmm. And as you're in my life, you always have a really big smile and the attitude that I want to give back, I want to help, and I want to be there for other people. How did you end up getting that attitude, that personality of giving? Well, thanks. Best You Today was formed as a company that would meet that that name, Best You Today. The whole idea is what can you do today to be better than you were yesterday? How can you set yourself up? So when I left John Crane, and by the way, for those of you that probably don't know this, I met Chad as a result of someone who I had worked with, this fellow was in our HR group, and he was director of HR. Now, for you the people that are listening, when your director of HR is let go, that's not a good sign. Not a good sign. So this fellow was let go. We kept in contact. Then I was part of strategic planning and worked on the strategic plan. Ended up my group was written out of the plan. He had recommended Chad as someone who was a connector, someone who listened brought people together in this mastermind group, people that were small business people, people that were in transition, and these are people that just sat around and tried to help one another come up with a, a way to move forward. So I met Chad. We talked. I found a financial advisor who I could trust. I found someone who was interested in me as an individual, and I started coming to these mastermind groups. As a result of that, I have found that these groups 
puts you on notice. Why? Because you talk about what you want. But talk is cheap. And we're able to remove roadblocks and people come into the group sometimes for a week, sometimes for a month, and then in our case, uh, three, four, or five years. And it's for us, right, as we kind of do this or go down this path together, um, motivating people to be able to uh, be their best or have uh, their best you today. Um, let me ask you this. About sure. uh, two years ago, you and I met Steve Farber from the Extreme Leadership Summit. And today you're working closely with him and, and some of the leadership work that he brings to the table. Um, what are you doing in the way of helping people with leadership and working with Steve Farber on uh, leadership? Oh, that's great. Yeah, so Steve Farber, for those of you that don't know, Steve Farber worked for a guy by the name of Tom Peters. Tom Peters in the 80s and 90s was the guru of management and of leadership. And a whole bunch of guys worked for Peters at that time. And some guys by the name of Kuzis, Posner, Lencioni, Farber, these guys have gone off on their own. And now they're the gurus of leadership and management, communications. So I went to this summit that Chad had suggested. I listened. I heard some great speakers. And as a result of that, I decided I want to take certification through Steve Farber. And I did that. And a lot of it is just practical stuff. He's taken a lot of ideas, and one of them he's put into practice, and it's called LEAP, Love, Energy, Audacity, and Proof. And, and what that says is if you can articulate, if you can tell people what it is you love about your work, about your company, about the people you work with, about the people that supply your business, about your customers, from that, if you can articulate that, that creates energy. And an energy is something that can be around principles, it can be around projects, it can be around the things that, that help you to move forward and help your company move forward. From there, you come up with what we'll call audacity, bold and blatant disregard for normal constraints in order to change the world for the better. You define the world, big world, small world. And the last piece is that piece about proof. And that is the toughest piece. Why? Because you have to prove to others that you're proving it yourself. You have to prove to yourself and constantly proving to others that you're proving it to self. Meaning, you put yourself on the line. So when we come to these mastermind groups, if you say the week before what you're going to do, Chad will sit there and other people around the table sit there. So what did you do this week? Well, what's interesting is we have a lot of people, right, Randy, who come into these groups, uh, even yourself in, in times or me, where we need to make decisions to be able to be audacious or to be able to move forward with what we're doing and then be able to show proof. You know, as I'm looking at the new book that you wrote, and we're going to talk more about it, what do we do like for those people that can't make the decision on how to move forward or how to be out of the box to help them get where they want to go? Well, I think the first piece goes back to that idea of love. What is it you love? You're in a job. What is it that you first loved about that job? You're in a relationship. What is it that you first loved about that person or relationship with your friends? Figure that out. List it. And then if you're not in love with it, what are you in love with? Because if you can't do that, if you can't create the energy for yourself, how are you going to do it for the people around you? Um, that being said, share with us how do we reach you or uh, as we continue the interview, uh, sure. What, what, what's the best way to reach you if someone wants to reach you? Well, a couple different ways. 
first way is you can reach me through my website, which is best you, B-E-S-T-Q, the number two, and then D-A-Y, bestyoutoday.com. That's one way. Another way is I'm on faculty at Oakton Community College, and I've got a, a site there, R-F-E-L-S-E-N-T, at oakton.edu. You can get a hold of me through phone, 847-840-1666. And something that's really cool, I just started using this, and that is there's a, there's a service. It's called You Can Book Me. So I use this You Can Book Me. So you go to RIF at Best You Today, and you can book me. You can put hours in when you want to see me. I use that because I have a lot of students that come to me. I have clients that come to me. So this service is really cool. And I think, Chad, I think you've been using I went online and looked at it, but I understand the old-fashioned way. You could just email me or ping me okay. or connect to me on LinkedIn. I'm looking at your book, and, and in it, one of the basics uh, chapters you have is the basic communication and the building blocks. Right. Um, a lot of people have a hard time getting their point across or getting their stories out. What is your basic feeling on communication? Great, great point, Chad, and I'll give you a, a story on, on how I got to that point. I was in number of positions at John Crane over the years and I can remember very distinctly this was sometime in the early to mid 90s and I'm making a presentation and in the middle of the presentation I froze well that sounds scary I froze there was nothing coming out of my mouth a lot of things were going through my head but I lost my place so fortunately someone in the audience asked a question, and I picked up from that point on. Mm -hmm. And, I, and it started to, I started to think, well, why? Why did this happen? And it happened because I wasn't prepared for that presentation. I knew my material, but I didn't have the presentation outlined. I didn't have the types of things that would move me forward. And I realized that I needed to improve. And that book is a culmination of many, many years in putting together ways to communicate. Well, I'm looking at the book and I love it. And now I'm just you know, kind of flipping through it right now and I've looked at the chapter on motivation. Um, I believe there's a lot of people out there that are not motivated. They maybe never been motivated and they wanna sure. be motivated. The world is getting harder, it's getting harder for their families. Sure. Uh, what are your thoughts on being able to motivate uh, somebody? Well, let me first say thank you to Jacqueline Burke Babb, who is my co-author, and she authored the chapter on motivation. We had a lot of discussions about what we wanted in the format for the book and what we wanted to come out of it. And she talks about extrinsic, intrinsic motivation. So when you stop to think about the types of things, the types of jobs that we do, or the types of relationships that we, that we have, you know, if we are extrinsically motivated, it could be around money, it could be around infatuation, it can be those types of things that might look good at the end of the day, but intrinsic motiva motivation is what we, what we get out of something. Right. So we can be in a job and we can be having the biggest office. We can have lots of people that fawn over what we do. But if we aren't intrinsically motivated, in other words, if we don't have that love, if we don't create that energy, that audacity, that proof, at the end of the day, we are not 
going to be happy people. So now you shared with us how to be motivated, and, and that sounds great. And again, I believe in coaching, and I believe in you know having other people help us pull out our values and, and what our uh, dharma is or what it is or why we're here. Uh, but you know, a lot of people still struggle with moving forward. And, and I believe that listening is one of the greatest skills you could have, listening to yourself and listening to others. And I see that you have a whole chapter on that. What are maybe one or two takeaways from listening that you've, that you've mastered that you want to be able to share? Well, I think there's something called active listening. And active listening means just that, how you position yourself. Do you look at the other person while they're speaking? Do you make yourself, in a way, sort of be a receptacle for what their words might be? And active listening can be in lots of different situations. Sitting in a big meeting hall and someone is speaking at the front, if you're sitting there and you're nodding and you're looking at them, that's active listening. Right. It's all about the connection, the connection through the eyes, the smile, the, uh, the sure. facial features, all of that. And, and yes, you're right. And, and it's even, even more than that. I mean, it's finding something in common with the speaker. I want to put a plug in here. There's a great blog writer. He writes for, for, the, for Time Magazine. His name is Eric Barker, and he has a weekly blog. It's called Barking Up the Wrong Tree. And, and Barker recently wrote about connecting with your audience, and he uses hostage negotiators. And one of the things that hostage negotiators do is they try to find something in common. Yeah, that's right. I think I saw who that. it is that they're working with. Right. And usually it's around vulnerability. And one of the things that, that's really interesting, Chad has shared this with me and he shared it with the group. He shared it with one of my classes. And he talks about vulnerability. In other words, you could look at Chad today and you could say, gee, here's a successful guy. He drives a nice car. He's got a nice house. He's got a nice wife. Practice all these things. But it wasn't that easy to get to that point. So when people are listening, you find that there's more of a bond when you understand where they come from. That's right. And, and being able to make that connection. And, and I love the idea that you're able to not be perfect and, and, find, and find that connection. So if I could just interrupt you. Yeah. With, with, with that, there's a, there's a saying um, by John Wooden. And John Wooden was one of the most successful basketball coaches of all time. But more importantly, he was also one of the most successful motivators. He did a lot of writing. He did a lot of mentoring. And one of the things that he said is that the question around your effort, did I win or did I lose? Those are the wrong questions. The question should be, did I make my best effort? If you can say you made your best effort, that's great. You may have lost the game. You may have lost the game because it was a bad call. You may have lost the game because the other team played better that day. Correct. But you gave right. your best effort. It's all about the best effort. And the best effort could be different every day that you have your best effort. Sure. Um, a couple more uh, items that we're going to go over here in the next uh, three to five minutes. Um, and then we're going to wrap up is decision making. I like the fact that the cover of the book, the name of it is Crafting Your Message. And as we go through this. Um, what is it about decision-making that you want to share or for people to be able to know? Well, I, I believe that you can overanalyze at times and you can become somewhat paralyzed because you don't have 
enough information to make a decision. But I also believe that there's a lot of things that we have in our collective psyche that says we can make a gut reaction. And there's a lot of studies and there's a lot of work that's been done around just that. We have two sides of the brain and we can make some quick decisions and part of our body or our mind also needs to be more logical in thinking. So I just believe that in decision making, if you feel that you've made the right decision, there's a lot of times that you just go to bed at night and that, that weight that's on your shoulders just lifts. Yeah, so as I uh, hear what you're talking about and I've watched you and I've seen you interact with a lot of different business people out there in the community, um, I really, I think the book is, uh, it looks like it's extremely well done and we're going to look forward to uh, final copies of it coming out shortly. What is it today that you're doing? Do you have um, some separate meetings for your uh, roundtables, your extreme leadership meetings? Share with us a little, about, a little bit about that before we wrap up. Yeah, that's a great question. Sometimes I ask people, you know, how do you fill your day? What do you do? What, what makes you want to get up in the morning? And for me, getting up in the morning is a number of, of things. One is best you today. What am I doing with clients in the best you today? The other is what am I doing with my students? The other piece is what am I doing to promote and to work on new projects? And then the other piece very important to me is my family. How much time am I spending with my family? We have two beautiful grandchildren. I try to carve out some time so that I spend time with them. You can be working all the time and say, you know what, I'm going to spend more time with my family when I reach this particular amount of money or I reach this particular goal. But guess what? You never get that time back. And that's what we were talking about earlier, Randy. I love the fact that you're out there uh, being balanced, that you deal with the family, you deal with work, and you always have time to be able to help other people uh, kind of move forward, remove barriers, and, and have their best life. Yeah, and that's the crazy thing. that there's This isn't complicated stuff, but it does take balance, and that is, to me, that's the key. You need physical activity. You need spirituality. You need education. You need time with your family. And then the most important thing, time for yourself. Just time to think. You know, go out, take a walk if that's what you enjoy. Go out, ride a motorcycle. Go out and garden. Those types of things that help to fill the time. And when you're doing those things, a lot of times that's when the thoughts come in that help you to move forward. Yeah, I would agree with that. When I'm out of town, I always tell people I end up getting my uh, best business done and my best relationships uh, developed. So um, in, in summary, thank you, Randy, very much for coming out here today and participating in the podcast. Uh, we could reach you at, uh, what's your phone number? 847-840-1666. And uh, it's Chad Coe at mastermindconnections.com. You could Google me. You could connect to LinkedIn, however you want to do it. Uh, let's continue to have some fun. Thank you for um, participating in today's podcast and have yourselves a best you today. Thank you, Chad.